Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Scatter Chatter. I'm your boy, Jess Ray. And this is Will93, and we'd like to thank each and every one of you for hanging out with us, bobbing with us. Um, please, please, if we interact with you, I want you to um, um, leave your, uh, your messages, your comments, your concerns at the bottom of the page if you're on the site. Um, we definitely want to engage with you, chat with you, share thoughts with you, and Ray. What do we have for today, man? What do we have for today? Well, well, before I get into it, I just want to inform everybody that we're going to change our normal show times from Wednesdays to Mondays at 8 p.m. Yes, uh, sir. Yeah. People got work. So uh, I've been having a weird change of schedule. My crew has been yelling at me to get it together, so I am getting it together. Uh, That's right. So, that, yes, so that is 8 o'clock, um, 8 o'clock Pacific, um, 10 o'clock here on Central Standard Time, um, where I am here in Nashville, um, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yes. There you go. So yeah. it's about so, to go down on Mondays. Oh, Scatter Chatter. Come check mo- us out. On, mo- on Mondays. And we'll have guests on Mondays. On Mondays. On Mondays. And we have shows. They're going down. Um. This, a lot of stuff has happened over the 4th of July weekend. Man. Um, so I want to start with, I don't know if I want to, I'm just going to go into it. So the first thing that came to mind was uh, the Louis Farrakhan speech on the mm. Okay. All right. Did you see it? Did you see all of it? Oh, I watched it all the way from the beginning to the end. I just wanted, you know what I'm saying? You got to sit on top of these things, you know? Yeah. Um, my take on it was it was it was a very it was like it was a message to the black community. <clears throat> it was it was unbiased. It was just telling you all the all the different perspectives from different angles, pandemic, the vaccine and taking it and why is it for us and his relationships he's had with different uh cultures and everything, but it's just is basically just a message to our culture. And what I, there were some people saying like, he's like very anti-white, he's anti-whatever, but no, these are like different experiences that he's had with different groups and they've done certain things and he's just addressing them. And he's never been 
I would like to say ungentlemanly like about it. It's more being dip- diplomatic with everybody to make sure that mm-hmm. we're all on the same playing field. And he's kind of like our voice because not everybody's allowed in some of those rooms, in some of those places. So he's doing the best that he can to best represent us in that. Um, this is true. So, and then two things um, that I was okay, – so two things that, I, I, that, that stuck out to me that I didn't know was three – I couldn't. I don't know what the third one was. I forgot what the name of it was. But the Talmud and yes. Yakub. So yes. um, I I went and did some digging. But most of the time, when people mention both of those terms, they're uh, um, they're biased. They're from like a very bad point of view. And I wish that people would just mention data on an unbiased view, so people can just learn it and not have a develop a point of view based upon the person that, that's delivering the information. So for those of you that don't know, the Yakub is a was a black scientist that that developed that supposedly developed white people as a thing because he wasn't allowed into the culture. So that's kind of like the basis of it. This isn't a bad or good thing. It's just that's what that is. And the Talmud is a book of writings that that coincide with the Torah. And if Will, if you want to correct me on that, you can. But I, I actually went and like did a little bit of digging, so I knew what the hell I was talking about. Yes, um, you're hitting the nail right on the head with that. Um, um, the Talmud—that's T H A M U D, I believe. Um, this is like I want to say maybe. Oh gosh, I want to say ninth century or eighth century uh, before Christ. Um, and this is the um, the time of Muhammad. So um, it's um, I guess that would be kind of like north or, or maybe South Arabia. I'm very vague on it. Um, I had a, a, a great Grandma, who is an awesome teacher. So, um, but for the most part, there are contradictions in the story. Um, there's contradictions right. within the Talmud as far as the Torah is concerned, and so right. then it it gives way to interpretations, <laughs> and the interpretations does not make Muslims look good. It it doesn't. It almost seems to give us the idea of um, like second class citizens for those who are the um, Islamic faith. Not good. Not did I say not good? Not yeah, good. you said not good. Not you good. You said not good. <laughs> because of that, well, you know, like I said, because of of, of that methodology. It changes the way maybe some of the Jewish or Hebrew nations feel and interact with the Islamic culture. Um, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan spoke on this in detail and depth. Um, he called those who were following the Talmud um, imposters. Of the Hebrew or Jewish faith, um, so he was kind of calling them out 
um, as he was saying his speech. And I found that to be kind of profound because I did not believe he was going to speak in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was eye-opening. Um, he did not necessarily give opinions to the reason why he would call certain members of the Hebrew or Jewish community imposters. He gave historical facts that right. anyone can look up to be able to make their own decision on that. And I thought that was right. cool. Oh, and, so, oh, and on top of that, he did come for some of the Christians, too. Yeah. yeah. He didn't want to leave the Christians out. He didn't want to leave the Christians out. Yeah. So it's just it's, it's interesting how, like, some people misinterpret what he was saying, and they just thought it was mm-hmm. just, like, just a, a jab at the, the Jewish community, and it was anti-Semitic, and it was not. And you have to really no. just listen to what he's saying. He's saying, like, like, in any religion and in any culture, there's a set of bad people and there's a set of good people. And he would just make a mention to the bad people as well as make a mentioning to the good. If you were listening to him closely, it wasn't, it wasn't mm-hmm. just a stab. It was like all these, you know, like pointing. It wasn't finger pointing or anything. It was just like, yo, he's like, yo, some of y'all ain't doing what y'all supposed to do according to your your beliefs, and some of you are, those of you who are not, you guys are not the true believers or whatnot. And this is where yeah. things get really, like, sticky and dicey with religion. And I don't want to, like, get too heavy on that because that's not where we are, but I'm just, I'm just letting, you, letting you know what I thought from what I understood from what Minister Farrakhan was saying. And it, like I said, it was very... Uh, unbiased, and he just mentioned all sides of the equation, not just like just his perspective, what he thought, and what he said. It was everything was less factual. It was zeros and ones. You can't argue zeros and ones. It's a real set of numbers. That's what it is. Right. Right. Um, and and I found that to be kind of profound. Um, he gave uh, he gave specifics um, in the Quran. Um, different books. Um, I think there was Surah 2, um, verse 59, and I believe it was Surah 7, uh, verse 162. I had to take some notes on that because I was like I wanted to go back to make sure uh, that um, that I was speaking accurately. Um, He kind of went into the Bible and went into um, Isaiah... Uh, chapter 26, I think we were verses 20 and 21. And mm-hmm. he was also in Genesis uh, 15. And he was on uh, verses 13 and 15. Um, I, I I found it to be as on point as he could possibly be with the delivery yeah. of the message. And yes, it was it was for the black community to kind of absorb but I think he made it universal for all, um, right. all backgrounds to be able to do the work and do the math. Right. Right. Job well done so, yeah. as always. Yeah. So that that was good. Um, then 
so moving on from there, on the 4th of July, there was a march on Stone Mountain, my old hometown, um, and there was the the NFAC group. <laughs> I don't know if I should even be mentioning the name of the group. Um, there, the thing, the thing about it, I, I what I want to say is there are some that believe that there shouldn't be a black militia, and some that believe that there should. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I personally, I just feel like you know, if there's, I mean, there's room for everybody, and it's like there. I feel like the cause along with that is just. You know, they're standing up for black people's rights and exercise the Second Amendment. I don't know if that's if how that works. Um, that's not my thing. Um, but I know that, you know, I don't – it's not okay to, like, just disregard a, a group of people for what they're doing when they actually decide to, like, stand up and actually do something. Um My short answer, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Um, I believe that if we're going to reserve the Second Amendment right to bear arms and to create militias, um, then it's gonna it won't matter what color. Mm-hmm. It, it just won't it won't matter. Um, in this day, in this time, I start to see more black militias forming because they are kind of having to deal with the social injustices and they're not fed up with it. Like enough is enough is enough. And so right. now people are taking up arms. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I said this on our previous shows, some, some episodes back that there is a resistance. There's a resistance to those who are standing up against social injustices. And remember, I brought up the um, the idea of the woman who had sat on um, one of the protesters. One of the protesters drove their car into um, 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 a group of protesters and shot one of the um, people there. Um, we talked about the, the cyclist who, who um, engaged with some people who had Black Lives Matter literature and was posting and how he tried to take the literature from them. These are examples of people who don't want to see change. Yeah. No matter how fast and how swift and how intelligent it comes. Um, these people are showing their color. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult. Um, it's difficult. It's just human beings trying to Engage and negotiate With someone who just doesn't want it to happen Right Um I respect I respect the voices Of a white nationalist Walking around with a flag With a swastika Because he or she Has the first amendment right To free speech Yeah I do it sounds odd. It sounds odd as the 50-year-old black man on the radio is like, dude, would you, how, how could you possibly do that? They have the right to say whatever it is they want to say. 
But right. the caveat to that is they should be held responsible for what they say. Right. And if that means that you lose your job, so be it. Right. If you're that far, if you're that far to the right, to the point where you don't see self-inclusion of people, then yeah, I think, yeah, I think you should lose your your income. I think you should be outed for the person that you are so that everyone can see it and recognize it and respond to it. Right. So could we equate that to similar to the lady? I mean, she just was, I think she was just convicted. The lady that was trying to call the cops on the guy in the park when he was bird watching, she had the dog. Uh, Yes, Amy Cooper. Amy Cooper. Yeah. Um, Yeah, she needs to be... So is that kind of like the same thing we're talking about here? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because if anyone knows that scenario, and we'll, we'll just put a little bit of light on it as we move on, Amy Cooper was in Central Park with her dog, not on a leash. She was right. in the wrong. She was in the right. wrong. Chris Cooper, no relation, black man, is a bird watcher in the park and and told her that she was wrong for not having the leash on the dog. And she decided that she was going to call the police, call the police and say that there was a black man assaulting her in the park while she is being recorded in the park making a false claim. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to swing you back for history. April 19, 1989, there were five black teenagers who were pulled, collected, arrested, booked, and sentenced for prison for assaulting a woman in the park, leaving her from an inch of her life. And then made that whole story up, just like Amy Cooper did. And that Central Park Five, now the exonerated five, had to go through losing their childhood, their freedom, because of what a, a, a system allowed to have happen. Mm. She may or may not have been aware of that. She may not have known the historic ramifications of that particular part in what she was doing. But yes, if she loses her job, so be it. If she loses um, her, her freedom for jail time, if she's a convicted felon for this, so be it. Because if you look at scripture, we, if, if you look at scripture, in the commandments, we do not bear false witness. Oh, wow. There we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I went there. I went there. Right. I went there. So, um, uh, just, I, I just look at all of these case scenarios, especially if it uh, happens, um, like, um, 
a place that was close to you at Stone Mountain. I mean, you have an incident and then you have a reaction or an incident and an action and a reaction, per se. Um, and then you see quite a few black men, malicious, armed, with assault rifles who showed up on the scene. This can be kind of alarming for many, I believe. You know, um, it can be scary for a lot of people. Could you imagine the people in Stone Mountain? I mean, this is an area where the Ku Klux Klan ran free to be able to terrorize, to lynch, to burn crosses, to kill, to assault. Um, black people. That's huge. Yeah. So, big time. Big time. Big time. So, we're not talking about going 2,000 years, you know, in the life and times of Christ. We're talking about maybe 150 years ago. Yeah. Um, that ran rampant through the civil rights movement. So, yeah, Stone Mountain was acting up. (laughs) Yeah. They were acting up, right? And I think the the reason why that happened was because there was, like, an online threat that there was going to be some activity that was supposed to happen. Yes, sir. But nothing really, like... Nothing really like came of that. I don't know if it was because they showed up, but then later that night there was shooting. There were shootings. Um, to my knowledge, the UEP Newton Gun Club had issued out um, kind of like a video message um, saying that there was a reasonable uh, threat that was being out in some of the black communities regarding uh, the 4th of July. Um, Some people acted on it and kind of stood down. Some people kind of stood up and said, we're not going to be intimidated. We're not going to be uh, pressured not to um, act up. And then I believe that there was a shooting um, in Atlanta. Now, from the the video that I saw, I could not tell you who was doing the shooting. Mm-hmm. Some would say that it was a black-on-black shooting. Um, but I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? And like the shooting okay. that happened in Atlanta, um, like the shooting we had um, in uh, Chicago, I think 102 people were either shot or shot and killed. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe that that's black on black. Oh, and wait I, a minute. No, let's twist it. No, I don't believe saying? so. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I try to, I try to be absent of feelings. Feelings sway you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, feelings will. Feelings will gather you and guide you down a path that may not necessarily be based on facts. 
it just may be mm. how you feel. And when you're trying to deal with justice, real justice, you can't be with a lot of emotion. You have to look at the evidence and call it what it is. Now, you may be upset at the verdict of those justices, but nevertheless, in the process, you want to be as level-headed as possible. So when I talk about Chicago, there's a documentary that's out called 16 Shots. It is about the the shooting death of Laquan McDonald, a 17-year-old black man in Chicago who was shot by a police officer 16 times in 15 seconds. Yeah. Now, now that's a great deal of accuracy for you to shoot a person, and while they're going down, you're still shooting them and hitting them. Um, So... As you see the documentary with um, 16 Shots, there's a police spokesperson who arrives on the scene. As he arrives on the scene, there is a Burger King restaurant that has a camera where you're able to see the incident. The first red flag was 87 minutes was removed from recording as being erased. So this is what Chicago PD did. The first thing was erase the video that could have told a story. Then they come out and they control the narrative by saying that Mr. McDonald was shot with and died of a single gunshot wound to the chest. The Laquan McDonald's uncle is a pastor of the church, and when his sister came in and was telling the pastor about the shooting, they made a phone call to the coroner's office, and the coroner's office report was much different than what the police gave narrative to. Okay. Um, they subpoenaed the dash cam, because most of the cars and some of the some of the officers have like body cams, but there was a dash camera on the scene that shows you Laquan McDonald being shot and shot so many times you could see the the dust off one's clothing as the bullets are penetrating Mr. McDonald's body. So that lets me know that if the police have control, they control the narrative of how that information is distributed through not only the city, but the nation. Which makes me think that historically, these shots, these killings are not black on black. Could it very be possible that you have rogue police officers going out and killing black youth, blaming it on other black youth. It's very possible. Because in the uh, shooting, no one, is, no one is saying, hey, that was a black man. He had short hair. Oh, he had dreads. Oh, he was this tall when he was walking by shooting. 
there's no record of who is doing the shooting. Hmm. So could the Atlanta incident, 4th of July, be the same thing? People just shooting to be shooting. There's no one seeing the shooters at that point. So, Ray, in my conspiracy theory, I, I tend to believe that, hey, this is a very possible narrative. Hmm. Scary. Scary, but it's possible. Yeah. But that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about social injustices. We're talking about mm-hmm. um, um, the the stand-up of the black community with their militias against white nationalism. That's a civil war in the making, my friend. Or, or stand up against our systematic, uh, systematic um, racism. That's what it is. Mm. And it could be. It very well could be. I was uh, attending a Pan African Studies class with uh, a friend of mine that was mentoring me at the time, uh-huh. and one of the professors was talking about. I I don't. I, I wish I knew the right wording for this, but uh, it's basically hedge called hegemonic order of things it's like a cycle that black people get into where it's like we don't we want to be black but the more and more we try to escape the more we get into uh not being black which is like with buying the mm. things and wanting the american dream or whatever as opposed to like uplifting the community and et cetera, et cetera. so yeah it was very Interesting. I think that's uh, kind of what we're fighting for is for our own individualism, which is which is fine. I'm just making a point. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, so that that's what it is, man. Um, and uh, while we're talking about all this, I really want to like throw up some prayers and positivity to the Ricky Smiley family. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's comedian from Comic View, man. I. I've never said this out loud, but most of the, the black comedians or most comedians have been like my aunts and my uncles that have babysitted me through the times. So um, he was on Comic View, and, and most recently he had an incident with his daughter. And I know, like, he's really, like, going through it, man. He's a he's a – he's done a lot. You know what I'm saying? He's got his radio show, and he's just really, like, mm-hmm. a down-home like, dude from the South, man, just handling his business with his family. So, yeah, I just want to, you know, put some prayers out there and – uh, yeah, positive man. vibe, all that for his his daughter to get a speedy recovery, man, and he'd be strong yeah. for his family and all that. <clears throat> man, that's yeah, yeah, that's a lot of taking on. Um, um, I think uh, I mean, if I'm not that, mistaken, this was in um, this was like in Houston, and in I think Alabama. she was shot like three times. Is it Alabama? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So just she was just minding her own business, and then somebody just decided to just just go ahead and just do that. It's just it's just really sad, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. unfortunate to see that happening. Just seeing him going through it, it's not it's not okay. None of that's okay. And it's like at this mm-hmm. time, we, we don't we don't need these problems amongst each other, man. He he was writing some of his uh, Instagram stories and feeds. Like we don't need mm-hmm. these type of problems right now, like amongst our each other. So I, I do. I wish him a speedy recovery with his daughter. 
Yeah. And, you know, him being strong and all that. Because usually he's yeah, one of those people that's he's spreading joy for everybody. Like, like, you shouldn't have a sad moment right now. So true, bro. So very true. Um, it, it, And when you're having a moment, because as a parent, I mean, you're supposed to outlive your children. Um, right. And this is a very, very close um, call situation. I mean, um, to my knowledge, uh, I was reading up on it. I think she had had some nerve damage. Um, so oh, I didn't damn. know. I didn't know what that was. And and I will stand on the correction. That did happen in Houston, man. Oh, it did? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. My yeah. Bad. Oh, yeah. Because um, she was in a car. I think it was like maybe three other people in the vehicle as well. So. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, um, let us, you know, lift, uh, you know, he and his family um, up in prayer and thought. Um, no one should have to go through this foolishness. I think anyone who's going through that kind of road rage to the point where you're willing to take out a weapon and potentially end someone's life, um, you may need to pull over. Count to ten. Um, get a hug. Do something. Uh, right. Because that is just craziness. Um, and and I'm understanding in, in my Christ-like feeling, you know what, you're supposed to love your enemy and forgive your enemy and to try and turn the other cheek. Um, but this was, this was premeditated. This was intentional. And I find it difficult in these days and times to be that forgiving. Um, I hope that they caught the person. Yeah, um, I hope I hope that um, they are tried to the fullest extent of the law. Um, I don't believe necessarily color. So if it was black, white, Asian, Hispanic, justice needs to be served. <laughs> you know, yeah. this this woman and this family and that community has changed forever because of that. Mm-hmm. So, just my thoughts. Yeah. My scattered chatter there. My scattered chatter on that. <laughs> scattered chatter on that. <laughs> oh man, yeah. And I also want to let people know that hey, we we started the uh, scattered chatter podcast um, uh, Facebook page. So um, if you're out oh, there yeah. hearing us right now, I definitely want you to uh, go on the Facebook, go under the uh, scattered chatter podcast, follow us, like us. Um, we're going to be dropping knowledge, information, even our shows that we have. We're going to be dropping them there so that you're able to stay in tune with us. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's literally Scatter Chatter Podcast. Literally. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's spelled exactly how, how, you, how you think it's spelled. No funny spelling, it, nothing. That's nothing. Blue and nothing. yellow. <laughs> Please do not have me follow, come to your house. Knock on your door and guide your fingers to typing Chatter Chatter Podcast. <laughs> Please don't make me do that. Don't, Please don't make, don't make me do that. Don't don't make Will show up. Not with his people though. Not in this. Not in yeah. the truck. No, not in the truck. You know, man, that's, that's crazy, crazy. 
Um, so I feel like I need some pancakes, bro. Oh, Aunt Jemima, yes. Aunt Jemima is off the shelf, bro. So, all right. So they're, we they're were, we were joking about this offline about like the breakfast hour yeah. about to like have a food fight, like right. Like, the breakfast aisle is under attack. So I there's I didn't know there's history behind each of those labels. So it's Miss Butterworth, Aunt Mrs. Jemima. She's married. Mrs. Butterworth is married. There's a Mr. Butterworth out there. Right. And then there's there's uh the cream of wheat guy. And but yeah. that's yeah. the breakfast aisle, but I I'm not sure. <coughs> I think uh, Uncle Ben's is on a whole nother aisle. You know. So, but you know, he might be doing security. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, might be doing security. Yeah. yeah. But the but the Quaker Oats guy? Quaker Oats guy. I'm like, man, they ch- Wait. Okay. Yeah, that's oatmeal, homie. That's the oatmeal. Yeah, but what? That don't got nothing to do with black people being on food labels. Um, I had to take a deep breath on that one. So I wonder if they're going to go after the Chiquita b- banana first. I'm sorry, I had to throw that out there. I wonder if they're going to go oh, after. Oh, not the Chiquita banana over in the fruit. Now we going to the fruit, homie. Oh, we going to the and fruit. The, and the abuelito, the the chocolate. Oh man, that's my favorite. Oh man, man. Man, so, they're not going after everybody, are they? Now, there is this hidden. Um, feel for Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima's got to be 140, 150 years old. Right. And um, there was something that came out of the White House. No, let me back up. There was a, there was a Trump supporter who gave the narrative I hope you're sitting down for this, Ray. I hope you're sitting down. Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. Gave this a narrative not... that Aunt Jemima should be deemed as an American hero because she was a slave that was freed and turned around and became a millionaire and fought for civil rights. Before civil rights or civil rights. Uh, I don't this think is true. what a Trump supporter said. Did he, he, he find that on Wikipedia? Because the internet is always true, right? Man, stop it. Stop it. Right? <laughs> You're my brother and I love you, man. Stop it. Stop it. I was like, is this the narrative that you're giving me for the syrup? I mean, for the pancakes? Are you serious? I was like, okay. Okay. She's an American hero. She's living the American dream. And I was like, you know what? Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. 
I really need you to think about this in your personal life before you start talking about it. (laughs) Right, there was so much wrong with that. It really, really was. And I was like, okay. Okay. If that's your story and that's what... Was it one of those that was so bad you just got to say, okay, all right, uh, whatever, all right, whatever. I'm going to make lunch. <laughs> and and you know me, right? I, normally, I would take time out to craft a message and put it on Facebook regarding this because I really want to open up eyes and minds. I really do. I think that's the fun part that we get with Scatter Chatter. Um, there is a sense of euphoria that I get when we present our guests and their knowledge. And then when we're sitting here having this, this moment, I mean, this, we're talking about pop culture. We're talking about social injustices. We're talking about inspiring the minds of others who see wrong and try to write it. I don't know I, I don't know what how else to say that or to express that. Especially in this day and time. I mean I I have a I had a great grandmother who survived Black Wall Street in Tulsa. Became wow. a teacher what? and educated me on these matters. Yeah. That's intense, bro. So, right. So, thanks, man. But so when I see the president having a rally in Tulsa on the anniversary of the Black Wall Street massacre, I'm like, wow. You he really did didn't get it. He, he, he did, did that. Did. You know. Wow. Um, when he's talking about doing a rally in Jacksonville, Florida, on August 27th, on the anniversary of the axe handle um, incident, anyone is out there, just look up Jacksonville, Florida, August 27th, 1960. Wow. I've shared that before, and it's just like... I'm like, really? We we doing it like that? Big Willie's And now and now he the president does not wish to say anything negative about the Confederate flag. Because his base loves the Confederate flag. Part of his base says that this is cool. Oh wait. Wait, I, I want to mention while you're on that. Oh my gosh, they had they had the the made the the navy singing the the theme music to uh, Lion King or something, and the the singers weren't they weren't black. Did you did you see this? No, please. It was so. Okay. Oh. Right, you gonna make me pull out my. Right. Y'all know. Don't do it to me, right? I'm gonna pull out my gentleman Jack Daniels on this show. I do. I respect it. 
but it's like I it was it was kind of painful. It was painful. Watch I I watched it just ten seconds of it. And I was just like, oh man, what are, what have we come to? Man, and I don't I just, think there, I don't think there was anybody black in that chorus that was singing. There was not a one black person. Wow. If they were, okay. they were probably cringing. Let me go get my Jack Daniels, man. I think I got some coke. This is I'm sorry. Too much. It was so, too much. Well, if you saw it, you'd be like, you know what? I don't want to watch TV anymore. I'm done. I'm done. Well, I'm done with TV look. and the internet. I'm, is there a cave look. somewhere? I know there's caves somewhere. I am. And, and again, and I said this earlier in the show, I believe that white nationalists have the right to say whatever they feel. They have the I can't I can't no, that's fine. deny them that, but I do want to hold them accountable for the foolery. I'm, I really I'm, I really do, man. I really do. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Uh, it was just, it was, so, it was just, it was painful, man. It was first of Fat Boys breakup. Now this, no, that's that was exactly my thinking, but I just didn't. I, you see, how I'm struggling with this. So yeah, so you continue. Yes, you should, thoughts. man. I mean, so listen, people. If you're out there and you can hear my voice, whether you are Democrat or Republican, whether you're pro-black or you're pro-white, whether you protest to change the current system or that you love the system in which you live in and the freedoms and the privileges that you have under it, I want to let you know that the country is embroiled in a changing process. Things that were around and it was okay last year will not be okay this year. Okay. So while you're on that vein, this is how painful it is. Do you remember when Taylor Swift did September by Earth, Wind, and Fire? Oh, that was... God. Yes, I do. That's how it felt. That's how you know it felt. I almost threw up in my mouth, right? I, you know I almost I mean, threw up in got, my mouth when you said that. You got a toothbrush, you got a toothbrush bro? It was, it was, yeah, man, man, I had some mouthwash around somewhere. Dude, that was... And Taylor Swift is a good singer. She's a great singer. Stay but that wasn't though. her song. That wasn't her no. song. No. Not, and I would not pass go. Like, like, I'd be like, baby, you are a great singer. Stick to what you know. Don't, don't, don't. If you run out of lyrics, just sing Mary Had a Little Lamb. But don't, don't mess with Earth, Wind, and Fire. And it's not, not a separation. September. It's just like, it's, it, it's a not good September. song. And everybody not likes September. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Just, just leave it alone, man. Leave it alone. Right. Just no. You know, you know just, who, who bullies a song? Who bullies a song? Man, I'm just 
it was wrong. It was wrong. Let me get men conditioned back together and let them try it. It's critical. Critical. Mm -hmm. But but that's where we are, man. I mean, just I I just have to let people know if I change is slowly coming. It is coming around. It's an election year. The millennials, people did believe in the millennials. They said that they didn't have anything to really believe in. And they're changing the hearts and minds. I find that most of the millennials, and this is black, white, Asian, Hispanic, are on the front line speaking out about this. Mm-hmm. And they haven't gone through Jim Crow. They haven't gone through civil rights. They haven't yeah. gone through, you know, segregation. They haven't gone through slavery. But they're picking it up. They're picking up the mantle right now. Mm. You know, um, Black Lives Matter have replaced Jesse Jackson. And now you have groups. Yeah, where is Jesse Jackson in all of this? I haven't Uh, seen or heard from him. Nothing. Right, right. I'm sorry, Jesse. I had to put you on the spot. Jesse. Jesse. And so, you know, um, People are picking it up and they're running with it. It's an, like I said, it's an election year and things are changing. Um, you know, and and whether you like it or not, whether you support it or not, either you're going to adapt to it or it's going to roll right over you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the stuff that happened in Jacksonville in 1960. That's not gonna. That's not gonna fly in Jacksonville in 2020. No. If the police come out and start remotely trying to swing, you know, um, axe handles and baseball bats, they're going to be met with some resistance. <laughs> I mean, just a little, you know, just a little bit. You know, um, yeah. People are not taking that kind of get down any longer. No. I'm here in Tennessee, and it's like it's like when uh, I was I was traveling through the city. I was going to see my um, my stepmother and my sister, and mm-hmm. there was a black man who was pulled over by law enforcement, and there were like five or six cars pulled over. And they were outside of the car. Uh-oh. I was like, whoa. Yeah, like, no. We're, we're not, if if you had a heart, you did not like the George Floyd killing. And people are not going to stand for that anymore. It's just not. I don't know what it's going to look like. I hope that it's peaceful, but it's not guaranteed. Not guaranteed, right? Mm. And I could easily see a civil war. Everyone can oh, no. see I could see the 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 purge, maybe. 
you know, oh, where really? kind of like a free for all. Yeah. This is when, you know, art imitates life. And then you wow. see life that imitates art. So could you imagine how the purge was and just imagine how people are in an Antarctic, anarchy type um, situation? It's a free for all because the police can't handle it. It's not enough police. It's not enough National Guard to handle a huge clash between the races. So we're kind of like talking about Arkham City, kind of like Batman. But what was which one was the Joker? Was it Batman Returns or Batman Begins? Or he just uh, like if you turn, he said something like, "If you these animals, they'll all turn on each other and eat each other alive," or something like that. Yeah. He said something. Yeah. I was like, "What?" There was a similar case scenes in on um, the Joker. Or walking yeah. Phoenix at the end. So, are you, the question at hand is: Are people prepared for that? No one's never. They're I never believe, ready. I believe that some are probably. I, I, I believe that some. if if you are a white nationalist and you have plenty of land and you're living off the land, you're prepared. You're prepared to take on. Anyone in the city? Um, um, there was a there was a gentleman who put out a, a message, and he was running for Congress in um, Arizona, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, you know, we're waiting for the president to give us the go ahead." And he said he would guarantee it will be done in an hour. Damn! Like, could you imagine? Yeah, could you imagine the president saying something like, you know what, it's time. And then they take that as their dog whistle, and then they start shooting blacks in the fence out protesting. It's very possible in this day and time. You know, the racial tensions, the, the racial tension right now is so, so much there, right? That I don't think that the, the police who may be involved one way or another would be involved. Dude, it's, it's going to be terrible. You know, um, I hope it doesn't get there. But, you know, in this day and time, you never know. You just never know. I, yeah. The twist is like these people. With people when they're raising kids here during this age, like how are they doing it? Like raising kids and all could be somewhat challenging. Challenging. Um, well, again, it, you have people who kind of follow Martin Luther King, turn the other cheek, pray for your enemies. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We felt as though the system eventually catch up to the dream. And then you have Malcolm X by any means necessary. No, we're not going to engage first with the violence 
or we are going to protect ourselves. Yeah. You know, um, and that is a mindset. That is a mentality that is starting to grow. We are starting to distrust the police. We are starting to push back against the police because they're not trusted to do the right thing anymore. And there's too many cases right now where you're seeing police officers not doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do? What, What does a people do when you have this because let's say, for instance, if the the shoe was on the other foot and it was about black privilege, do you believe? Hmm. And if we, we have white Americans who went through slavery, you know, if we went out and, you know, the the kings and queens of Africa invaded and took over Europe, and the Europeans sold, like if the French had sold off the Germans into slavery, or if the English had sold off the Scottish and the Irish into slavery. I know it's a big what if, but you know how how would how would society be now? Again. We were seen as three fifths of a man, right? And now, now that's that's not flying anymore. So, the president of the United States had a chance to address this and chose not to. And when he did address it, he addressed it to the point where the the offenders were okay. And there's going to be a day of reckoning. It's going to be bad, right? I hope, like I, I hope and pray that it doesn't. But I believe that there's enough blacks, whites, Asians, Hispanics. Who are saying, hey, enough is enough. They're going to pick a side, and yeah, it's going to be a problem. Oh, no. Don't say that. Hey, some areas will win. California may win with a more aggressive, you know, left wing outcome. But if I'm in North Dakota, I'm in Uh-oh. Montana. If I'm in, you know, Oklahoma, it's a game changer then. If you come here to Tennessee, yeah, it might yeah, it might go down pretty bad. I think I might not see as much colonies, it, I might, it might be a problem in thirteen colonies, honestly. Well, I mean New York, I mean is a melting pot in itself. I don't see that kind of drama happening in New York like that. But North mm-hmm. Carolina, yeah, North Carolina could have it. Kentucky could yeah. have it. West Virginia mm-hmm. could have it. Places where you see rural America, militias. Yeah, it's very, very possible. 
Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, Texas, South Carolina. It could be all bad. And like I said, my people out there listening, this is not something that I wish to have happen by by no means. But if you sit back and you look at society, just just in the last four years, could you say that there's probably been more racial tensions now in the last four years than we probably would have seen in the last 20? Man. Yeah. I think so. Everything was kind of quiet for a minute. It's like a little hanging tension. Yeah. When presidents kind of spoke even keel about what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong, you seem to have had people kind of dormant on both sides. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, we had Charlottesville. You know, protester was killed, ran up and killed. He came back and said, you know, there were there were good people on both sides. They had tiki torches and swastikas. And if anyone knows historically, yeah, swastika thing didn't end right. So that's what I got, man. That's all I had, man. I don't want to be in a, you know, (laughs) I don't want to be seen as an angry black man. But when I do get angry, I think I have a right to be angry. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want to be level-headed. I want to be able to have that bird's eye view to be able to give the news to people, blacks, whites, Asians, Hispanics. I want to give the news to all of them and say, hey, right. well, you know what? Let's, 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 um, let's look at this thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, do you need a purge? You know, I'm talking oh, like, you like keep the bringing up the purge. What is up with you and the purge? Hey, I haven't seen the movie any since I bro. But is that what's necessary? Do you do you see a time where you have a fight between the two extremes and then maybe more even kill level headed people prevail and create new laws? I would hope that all we have to do is vote on the people to change our laws for us. But how well has that been doing? Mm. Because I don't have an answer for it. I really don't. But I don't want to make the show that melancholy. I think I did, huh? I think I did. People are going to let me know right there. Uh, real melancholy yeah, I'm, sure I'm sure that they will. Uh, let's oh, see. you're not supposed and to agree think... with me, man. You're supposed to be like, yo, 
No, that was just like some real honest talk, Will. I mean, it was, but it's like, it's just some strange, it's just a really strange time going on right now, you know? And then, like, yes, on top of on top of all the stuff that we talked about and discussed, you still got to deal with the COVID thing. Uh, the cooties. So, so this, the I've said this before, like, it's kind of like what's going to happen is we have, like, intermittent closings, but this isn't phase two. Like, phase two is supposed to be, like, Bad. That's and and I've heard like some. I've got some rumors that some people, uh, other people in healthcare, they're just like their hospitals are preparing for what's about to happen come September, November, and you know. Yeah. So yeah. So so we hope that it's not as bad as they think it is, but they're ramping up just in case this shit. Yeah, man. Goes to shit. So I mean, as long you know. I know people want to be out there and do things and whatever, but, you know, the, it's still there. Cooties is still out there. The cooties are still out there. Man, I tell you. It's so just please, I mean, I know there's people that are, like, masking. There's the anti-maskers. But for the most part, like, regardless of if it's your real religious right or if it's, you know, or you just feel in a certain type of way, like, just – Wear the mask for other people. Like if you white people, like if you like like okay, if you like your grandmama, you know what I'm saying. Wear the mask. Please. Just yeah. wear it, or, or find you one that works. Just cover your face. Like don't fight it. Don't fight with people. You know don't don't destroy other people's rights because of what you feel. You know, like if the grocery store says wear a mask, just wear it. Because you could give other people the cooties in the grocery store that might be your neighbors, the guy that you barbecue with, the guy that you have a beer with on a occasion or whatever. Like just, True. just just do it. Don't don't fight it. Don't try to be an individual. Just just stop. Just help everybody out. Right. The cooties will not hit me. All this and the cooties. Yeah. All right. So, um, so I think I don't know. There's was there any last minute thoughts that we wanted to share? Will, did you have anything on? Did I hit everything that happened this weekend? Yeah, man. I think we hit all those uh, parts, man. I'm about to um, go out and see if I can get some last minute um, ancient mima uh, pancakes before <laughs> it's like totally gone. Um, and I'm gonna just have the Quaker roast. And Uncle Ben's and Ancient Mila, and I'm gonna have all of them. I'm, I'm just gonna take pictures. I'm gonna take some selfie pictures, and uh, we're good. That's what I got going on. You know what? But, and you know, uh, ultimately, that's it. That's, that's all I got, man. And for all the our listeners, like I've put some historic information regarding Ancient Mima, and I think the cream of wheat guy on our Facebook page. So if you want to read more about it, um, I'm trying to find more unbiased information about these products and where their history is. If you wanted to know just out of curiosity's sake, I put it there. Um, please join it, follow it, tell your friends about it, share it. And um, I just got news that we just, we just opened up the page and we just got a hundred. It's not a big number, but we try to celebrate and be grateful for the small things as we 
Yeah, man. Because it's homegrown and, we're, yeah. you know, trying to have fun with the little things. So, yeah. And um, so my last words are, you know, there's a lot going on. Do your research. Try to just, with your friends and family, just try to overlook all the all the BS. You know, if you guys are friends, try to yeah. overlook the BS and try to, like, look at what's real. Dive into it. But just don't just be fussing and fighting just because you can, especially black people. Like, just don't be fussing and fighting just because you can. And I think what did uh, Ricky Smiley said? He said, uh, just because you can doesn't make it right. That's right. That's a good word. That's what that's what I want to leave everybody with. So um, that's a good word. We have the so um we have so don't forget we're every Monday we'll have we're every Monday at eight, and we have the different time zone times, and then um, we'll have the substitution shows. But our our regular show is going to be now changed to Monday at eight p.m. on Pacific Standard Time. That's right. It's going down. And that's. That's all I got. That's all we got. May the force be with y'all. Live long and prosper. Um, Yeah, those are the positive ones. Right, right. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.